Welcome to Cafe Conscience by Latino Labs. This is Nico. It's Marisela. I'm Andrea. I'm Gami. And we're doing this over Zoom. Here we are, Cafe Conscience. <laughs> so we figured that we would um, chat for a little bit. And oh my God, I don't know what's happening to my voice. Okay, welcome to Cafe Conscience. <laughs> <laughs> yes, take five. <laughs> All right, we wanted to talk today. We haven't in a while. I haven't in a while. Honestly. But chatted with people? Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> done a cafe con science. I don't I think ever since have. since um, school closed, I haven't done that. It was the one that we did together. Yeah. The when one. It was actually, I listened to it recently, and I got uh-huh. a kick out of it. I was like, did you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was yeah, like, just because shit was gonna be normal and shit. Then yeah, that yeah, I I did um I did think it was funny that literally two days later, I think by the time it was published, it was already outdated, which I thought was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it's like really emblematic of what's going on. So. Yeah. Um. So, so today. Yeah, a month later, uh, we've all been in different styles of self-quarantine, isolation. Um, Some of us might have gotten the virus, some of others haven't. But we all have developed kind of routines. So I guess that was the topic of today's uh, coffee break, about how are we handling routines or if we have any. So what kind of routines do you want to talk about? (laughs) Like The the kind that repeats itself. (laughs) Well, but there's just too much, right? Like work routines, personal routines. Yeah, I would second that, Andre. I think I've developed, I've had to develop some work routines at home. And I've also had to develop some like self-care mental health routines because I feel like there is this like productivity culture around uh working from home and like you have all this time what are you gonna do what project are you gonna complete during this time and i'm like i'm having mental breakdowns pretty regularly so not gonna complete any of that so i think really having like mental health care routines has really helped me that's good uh yeah we should we should talk about all 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 the routines and all the tricks and tips but again this is a podcast about the humanity of doing science so i think we should talk about you more more i guess the routines as humans maybe as kami was saying um yeah yeah. so and i'm gonna guess our routines will be slightly different for sure yeah I don't have a baby, so you know. Well, yeah, there's, there's mine. Mine is, mine is unique. Yeah, 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 yeah. Balancing childcare and work is, uh, and you know, my my wife also works. So balancing, how can we both work, taking turns, taking care of baby, um, it's definitely been a challenge. <laughs> so we've developed, but it's I, I I have found that it is kind of nice to have a baby. I mean. It is nice to have a baby. I hope so. I mean, it is hard because, you know, we don't sleep very well, et cetera, et cetera. And we have to take care of him. Instead, you know, we don't have support. But um, it, he, he does provide a very um, clear structure to the day. You know, he wakes up, we will help him. Then he has breakfast at this time. And then, you know, we have, you know, we play around and then he usually takes a nap and it's usually this long. And then after the nap, we wake up and we play. And after that, there is like a lunch at noon. And then, so then because of that, I feel like my days have a lot more structures than a lot of other people. So I, I think it goes both ways. I think my like days, both work, routine, both work and non-work are around the life of Manu. Uh, and so, and so that helps me, I think, stay sane. On the other hand, I'm always on, like I, I haven't, I don't think Danny or I have had really time to turn off. Like we both, you know, try to relax before we go to bed, but it's like mm-hmm. nonstop, either work yeah. manner, work manner, work manner. And it's been crazy, but yeah, that's kind of on the side of the baby. It's kind of, it's paused. Yeah. I think there's some schedule to it. I feel like that's why like a lot of people lose track of time. No, it's just because like there's, you don't have things that you need to be doing in a sense, unless you have like scheduled meetings, like you no longer have like the, well, I have to be on campus by this time of the day and I have to do this by this time of the day and I have to be home by this time of the day. And so if you're just kind of like at home, there's so much 
in theory, time to do all of the yeah. things. And then you run out because you lose track of the time. That's what happens to me anyway. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I tell you what, I love Zoom meetings for <laughs> science. They're the best. They're the biggest improvement to my week, <laughs> for sure, <laughs> as far as the okay. quarantine goes. Um, it's just, it's so... I have two major meetings. So it's like the big group meeting. We all just kind of like, we're all there and you have to present whatever you've been up to. And then um, my project meeting, which is just one-on-one -on -one with my advisor. Yeah, because research goes on. Like that's something mm -hmm. else. Like we, we were in, in, in science, even for experimentalists, like we are all still working. And yeah. Um, but for the group meetings, they're, they're at 8 a.m., which is wonderful. <laughs> And um, that means I can. Tell I can... If that was sarcastic or no? Yeah, I can't tell. No, it's pretty bad. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> okay. um, the the like the thing is, if I were an idealized version of myself, I would agree that it's a good idea, and I'd be like, ah, yes. If it's at eight, then you can be done, and you can work still in the morning because it can be done by like nine or nine thirty, and then you have like a chunk of time. Whereas if it started at ten, you would have like a half hour before lunch, and what are you gonna do with that? But in reality, it's just like, okay, so you have to be on campus at eight for this meeting that may or may not end up being really intense and then you're just drained. Um, but it's wonderful because now I can wake up at 7.40 and attend. You're like, uh, here. <laughs> and my boss is like pretty sure that Zoom can only handle like one or two people's videos being on at the same time. And Ooh. so we don't have our videos on anyways. <laughs> Oh my so gosh, that is wonderful. That's amazing. Zoom experience, I feel like. I completely hate Zoom meetings because I feel like there's too many of them. Like, I have two group meetings because I'm co-advised. I have two individual meetings. And then I have two journal clubs. And then in addition to that, we're doing, like, Zoom happy hours, which are supposed to be happy hour, but... If I'm not feeling particularly awesome that day, it's like performative. And I just have to be like, yeah. hey everyone, how's everybody doing? And really, I just wanna like not do that. And if it was a regular happy hour, then I would just not go. But here I like feel like- You have to go. There's no excuse. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know where I am, gotta show up. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. So sometimes I just, and I think also like they're really boring. Like I think in-person meetings. It's so bad. In-person meetings are more like you can yeah. see people's like body language and yeah. stuff like that. And and my bosses don't believe that you should turn your video off. Like you can if you want to, but you are expected to have your video on. So you just kind of do one of these the whole time. Like yeah just very attentive making sure your eyes are constantly on the screen yeah very attentive and then mm -hmm. and then honestly i do think the zoom experience is better with the video on but not when somebody's talking for an hour like if somebody's talking for an hour and i'm supposed to have my video on actively listening to this person i'm just like oh my soul is being crushed oh yeah, yeah i have about six zoom meetings a week and that's a lot at the end of the week i'm drained like i'm like yeah. a lot of like emotional labor yeah i i know I, I have like one a week i have like my one lab meeting and that's that's about it wow <laughs> that's I, yeah I, I have like 15 i don't know i mean i guess this is what happens you know <laughs> you have so many meetings what the? I oh my god to say meetings yeah, the number of meetings just exponentially increases uh, the more involved in your... You have more, I mean, more involving more research, right? More projects, because I'm, right. I'm just kind of co-advising or being part of things, and, like, there's budget meetings, and, you know, we are, are if anything, this is the time where we have more work, because we're approaching, you know, uh, we're going to be renewed, revised, we're going to get, you know, NSF. We need to invent a new type of conference meeting, online that usually we organize for 120 people i'm organizing a virtual poster session ah it's it's interesting but i'm gonna have people pre-record and so that they're available for a week and then like three so but we have to invent this whole new kind of style of communication i do agree that zoom is great for a lot of things a lot of meetings but it makes no sense to have your video on if somebody's presenting that's just distracting yeah. but i'll say i saw a zoom defense and Having everyone's video off, I talked to like the person who defended and after, he said that having like 
blank screens as he's trying to defend his PhD was the worst Oh, I, I think I the, the committee should I saw have, one as yeah. well, and like one of one of the girls in my lab, she literally just offended yesterday, and so she like all the committee members had their video on, At least but then okay. like everybody else was blank. But she ended up saying that like she wasn't even focusing on the faces, just because you're sharing your screen, you're running through the presentation, so you don't you don't really have time to like react to everyone's like face uh, and that happened to me like during the comps like i did it over zoom too and it was i honestly wasn't even looking to people like i like they were still there showing for like whenever they moved i'd be like ah they need my attention but i feel like it wasn't that bad i don't know why i'm even have a bad experience it's an anticlimactic thing you know it's such a big event in your life yeah. to defend oh my god yeah it was so oh. bad because everybody was muted and then they were like okay everybody unmute yourselves so we can applaud and it was just like a super <laughs> awkward like 10 seconds delayed in which like everybody was unmuting themselves so that everybody could clap and it's just like it's awful it's really yeah. but, but i would say coronavirus yeah but i would say zoom is useful for collaboration like small groups like you know meeting for a paper discussion or a paper writing and then people can annotate and you can like modify the same document at the same time and you can you know it's it's not as good as being in person but it's pretty i think it's pretty close pretty damn close yeah, it's yeah I mean, again i love it for all that it is i just think it gets to the point that i'm just like it's a lot of, i mean to yeah. be fair i've like had this is the fourth virtual meeting i've had today yeah um and that's because i consolidated two i should have had five today right like and i know in part like <sighs> yeah <laughs> It gets to be weird. How does know. it make you feel, Andrea? I, I don't know. I, mm, it's nice for actual meetings. I really hate it for casual things. I really hate it. Oh, yeah. It's not very so bad. It's at the Zoom happy hours with so many people. It's just hard to have so a conversation. Bad. I think if you do like a, like a one-to-one, -one, like a, a brunch or like mm -hmm. a lunch or a dinner with somebody else or, you know, there's only two. Yeah. And it's easy to have a conversation. But we did attend one that had like 12 people. Um, and then it's, it's not very fulfilling. No, we also did virtual recruitment on Zoom. And that was like especially exhausting because it was like a panel <laughs> discussion and it was like 20 recruits. And I'm sitting there trying to explain them like all the fun things about Boulder and like all these things. And then I'm trying to like, because I think the best part about visiting a place is visiting the place. Yeah, getting and, the feel for it, for sure. Yeah. And meeting the cohort, like meeting the potential people that you're going to work with and meeting grad students and all that stuff. So it was so difficult to create a space where like people could talk to each other and it wasn't just like me talking about my experience. And then at first we were like having people put in questions in the chat. And then we were like, all right, just like make some sort of movement if you want to talk. And it was just kind of a mess. So I totally feel yeah. you. Once you get into the twenties, you're just like, wow, this is like a, a lot. They had to do that for like recruitment for my brother who's going to college. And so now with all of this, they don't even know if campuses are going to be open in the fall, if it's going to be online. Right. Yeah. And so he was doing kind of like a information session and it was, I mean, how many undergrads go into freshman year at a college it's level? Can you imagine a Zoom meeting with that? Like, I, I don't even know how it went. I didn't even ask him. I was like, I was like anxious just thinking about it going on in the next room. I was like, no. Yeah. It's a... Uh... Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, I guess the, our routines are, it seems all of us are pretty ruled by our Zoom meetings experience. I think that's like definitely been the, a big, big stark difference. Like we all keep on working. It feels kind of productive. It is hard. Zoom is hard because you feel that you cannot take breaks. Like I find myself scheduling meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting. And then I like, I didn't even get up for five hours, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that's, it's different than, even if I had those meetings scheduled, I would have to at least walk from one room to another right. and get a coffee or just chat to somebody in the hallway or something. And that's definitely been quite different. I did or even like the luxury of not having your face looked at at all times. Like yeah. usually when I'm in a group, I'm just like looking at whoever's talking right. or whoever I'm talking to. But right now I'm looking at all three of you. <laughs> so all three of your faces better not be doing something weird. 
because yeah. you'll notice it right yeah because <laughs> i i can see all of your faces just as easily and i'm aware that you can all see my faces just yeah. as easily as kami you should feel you should take your video off when somebody's presenting that's just dumb. <laughs> no i know but i think it's like we talked about it and it was like <laughs> one my advisors one of my advisors i won't say who was like really interesting and i understand because it does feel like you're talking to people when you're presenting and people's videos are on because when people's videos are off you're just like i don't know if you're just like watching netflix like i have no idea right <laughs> and like and i feel that like i have my comprehensive exam so it's a little bit different from maricela's because we mm -hmm. do our comprehensive exam a year before we graduate mm -hmm. and i have mine may 6th and I'm not looking forward to seeing a bunch of screens and like having to go through my presentation and my proposal because my committee members make faces. Like I remember meeting with my committee and when I would say something that a particular person didn't agree with, they would go like, yeah. And then I would be like, what I meant to say. So you get the feedback and you yeah. can like readjust what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You get that nonverbal communication of like if somebody's scrunching their face super hard that they could squeeze lemon out of it. I'm like, you don't know what I'm saying. So I'm going to clarify it. But if I'm doing my comps on Zoom, it's very difficult to like see those facial expressions and see how people like move around and like. I think people get know. that though, because I think they're more forgiving with it. You know, like it's one That's of those true. where like, realistically, we're all in a very like transitive state. Like nobody has any clue what's going on. We don't know what's going to happen. Like when this is all going to end. And so I feel like, yes, even though it's like, there's, there's challenges with it. I'd like to think that there's a little bit of humanity associated with it in which they're a little bit more forgiving with that kind of situation, which is how I felt. And that's how I felt with all of the meetings that I've had thus far and people adjusting and the routines and everything. Yeah, that... people, people are flexible, I think, yeah. Yeah. It's a strange time, so. Can't... It is, it's weird. All right, so walk us through a day. Well, well let's do, let's talk about uh, routines. Let's do, yeah, routines. Well, I'm very curious about sports routines. Have you guys been able to keep like sporting? Wait, um, I have I a have question not. first for context. Who is in Colorado still? I am. I am. I was up until three days ago. Okay, okay. Where are you now, Marisela? My wow. parents have been officially living in Vegas for almost a year. They moved here last right. May. Um, so I came to visit and it's been great because I've dodged all of the snow. It's wonderful. It is 70 there plus degrees every single day. There is <laughs> so much snow here. Right? I know. I saw all the pictures from today and I was like, wow, I am so glad I'm not there. <laughs> yeah. Eric is currently shoveling. Yeah. <laughs> and in regard to like schedules, like it's really, really nice to be here once because I live with three dogs. And so the moment the weather is awful, I can't go on that hour to two hour walk with my dogs to exhaust them. Because like when you're home, they're so excited and they want to play all of the time. And so if you take them out for like an hour to two hours, then they're like, okay, I've chilled. I can go relax now. Versus if you're cooped up inside because it's super cold outside, it like anytime that it snowed in the past like month, I would literally want to cry because they'd be like, I can't take them outside and I can't exhaust them. So that means I have to entertain them every single day but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's basically been it for sports like for any ac active activity um mm -hmm. I guess like we can run so I'll run mm -hmm. like a few times a week but it's you know there's like a foot of snow outside right now so I'm not gonna do that <laughs> until yeah. it melts yeah I guess well that's the thing with Colorado because the density is low so you're you're supposed to stay at home except for I think it's really funny the least is like uh, do grocery shopping, go to the doctor, do groceries for an elderly person or a person and, uh, and walk dogs. And, and then there's a neat item that is like, or if you're doing hiking, skiing, cross country skiing, like, uh, like there's a whole, yeah, yeah. There's also, oh, there's an exception for all the outdoor activities because of the low density is okay. But as Which, as thank God. I feel like that's the only thing that's kind of kept my sanity. That's like the one thing, that's like my one routine that I do every single day is I go outside. And if I don't go outside for at least an hour, I lose it. Like that's like, yeah. it's the one thing that throws me off if I don't get to go out in the middle yeah. of the day to either walk my dogs or do yoga outside or like something. Yeah. There are so many online yoga things like the rec center, the C rec center is just like, everything's on, go. And then like the climbing gyms have also just been like, our yoga classes are on Facebook live now. 
yeah, no, it's great. That's pretty funny. I haven't been able, yeah, I haven't been able. I, so I think I had COVID um, for pretty sure. And so did my wife. So we actually did not go outside for, for, for several weeks. Right. And then I got to say, it's rough. <laughs> but uh, yeah. we, are, we, are now, we are now past, like, you know, way past the, uh, what's supposed to be the contagion period. So, yeah. um, but. Um, Congratulations. So, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but you, people in cities with our high density, you know, like most of Europe, they just have to stay in. And the apartments are super tiny because the city is designed to be outside. Mm-hmm. And so it's just terrible when I talk to people there that it's, it's really rough. I do agree that there it's like low density in Colorado, but I, there's a little like lake park situation close to my house. And there are so many people there. Like I went once and I was like, this isn't low density. Like if every single person is outside going for a walk, then please somebody make it make sense because <laughs> I don't think I like, I just didn't feel safe, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, have and, again, yeah. I have a backyard, so I just hang out in my backyard. Um, but I, have you I, seen the articles though that are like the six feet is only good if everyone's like wearing a mask without wind? Yeah, yeah. Wearing, yeah. like the so second that you're biking or you're running or anything, your slipstream is just like crazy yeah. long. You're and... supposed to wear anything to cover your mouth, right? That's that's is to protect others from your droplets. Yeah. No, but what I mean is like people think that it's okay to run with someone because they're like, oh, six feet away, that's fine. But when you're running, the radius is actually more like doubled or tripled. Yeah, especially, like, I was watching this, like, video that was, like, if you're running, especially if you're running with somebody, like, even if it's, like, outside or whatever, don't run, like, directly behind them, because then you'll see, like, pe- you're passing people, and, right, everybody lines up, and I'm, like, stagger it, <laughs> if you sneeze, cough, like, anything, it's just gonna flow directly yeah. back into the person that you're just, like, well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think the parks have been the busiest everywhere that I've seen, like, the whole year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah people are I- not great. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't, I would rather not go outside, like, in terms of, like, outside, outside, like, I'll go on a walk, but I'm just, like, people, and I don't mean, like, people don't care, but even when I go to the grocery store, like, people are not six feet away from me, they're, like, walking right next to me, so I do think that there is kind of, like, a disconnect of what it really means, because I I gotta say, on the grocery store front, at first I was, like, really, I was trying so hard to stay away, but the aisles are like three feet wide and I'm not just going to wait for everyone to exit the aisle I need to enter. I'm just going to have to like, it's just, they're just not built for six feet apart. Yeah. I saw this all one thing too, where it was like a waiting and you know how they're setting up like table on a place so that you're keeping like the six feet. Right. I don't know if like y'all have seen it, but it's like for ATMs and it's like all this tape of like how far to wait or whatever. And then, but they're still right next to each other. And it was like this comment was like, thank God the virus doesn't move sideways. Like, yeah. <laughs> but people will still stand, as long as it's not like face to face, they'll stand yeah. next to you. And I'm like, it's the same it's thing, helpful. please move. <laughs> like, do not yeah. stand next to me. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I do have hope for like kind of the future in terms of what some of the plots have shown. Uh, yeah. I, I, that's my only my only positive spin to it i'm not going outside and whenever yeah. I, go or I have a small panic attack but you know i i i have the you know i have some of the opposite because colorado was supposed to potentially project past the peak because we were behaving relatively well and i think people got a little cocky um yeah. and then and then we're back to exponential growth of cases again uh, i think we're like officially like past the bump no it is not uh i looked at the updates today and it's oh really oh just today okay yeah well i don't know the last few days you know it's it's the number of cases of the number of everything keeps on growing uh, day to day so we're not past the bump there was like a bump and then it was another bump and then now we're back <laughs> and it's like like i was talking to somebody and like on it must have been like sunday or monday that they were like yeah we're doing so well and we're officially past it and we're like one of the better states and blah 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 and now that I hear that, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's going to last for a while. It's a complicated situation. And then yeah. we probably all have opinions about how it has been handled. Right. But the uh, but I, where I was going to get, that, sorry, I'm covering my mouth. What I wanted to get to with my question about routine of sports is so that Kami will get to talk to us about her routine of sports. 
Okay, so this is great. I love it. So excited. I started the conversation talking about mental health routines and things that have been keeping me healthy in the head. Um, and one of those things, I've been doing yoga almost every day. I've only missed one day recently, and I'm at like 25 days, so that's been really nice. It's only 20 minutes of yoga, and it's super easy. So it's been really, really nice because it's not like a full commitment. But because it's only 20 minutes of yoga, I'm used to like working out a little bit more. So what I've done is I have found a bunch of cans of paint around my house <laughs> and I have weighed them and I have tagged them with the weight and I'm using them to lift. So uh, I have successfully done bicep curls. So you just do the whole, the both paint cans. Um, I only have two paint cans that are the same weight. Uh, and they're only four pounds. So, you know, I just do it until it hurts. Uh, <laughs> Very Colorado then, attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I would like to deny that and not say it's Colorado attitude. I would not like to be equated with that. <laughs> it's, it's too late. Um, and then I have this like big thing of paint, which I've been doing deadlifts with. So, okay. and um, I thought it was much heavier, but then I weighed it and it was only 25 pounds. Uh, so I think it's worked out fairly well. I did realize, um, in the moment when I was trying to like figure out what I was going to do for weightlifting, that weights are extremely expensive. So even when COVID, this COVID situation stops, I'm just going to go to the gym because two like 10 pound weights are like $50. What? what? Yeah. Like, I, no, it's insane. It's like, $30 or something but if you can imagine like enough weights and right, enough yeah, weight full rack so, like the range of exercises that you do right it's like an $800 bang just to have like an out-home workout situation so yeah still gonna continue doing this pain situation even post-covid because I think it, it worked out great I mean I need some gloves because it starts to hurt a little bit but I'll Sidebar, have you ever seen played again the like the it's like a store yes they yes. they have weights and i think they're cheaper just oh, side note <laughs> you think they're an essential business no but <laughs> uh i don't know who knows uh i just drove by a lamp store with all the lamps were on and i was like wow that's an essential business but i think they just left it on um i was a little bit confused yeah i've seen a lot of like places that are clearly closed that have all the lights on and i don't know why they do that maybe like to deter um looting or Normalcy. something yeah i guess. i don't know oh i can't you're muted nico you're muted nico oh, i was sorry i was saying <laughs> that i think they've declared construction uh activities and real estate activities and moving activities as essential as well yeah. So yeah, construction's continued in Boulder. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so, so some of those might still be open and operating. It's really hard um, to operate a business. We actually had a whole meltdown because some people came to deliver a table and uh, they were not wearing masks. They're young. And there's somebody that's living where I am here who's 70 and, 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 and has health problems. So we're mad at them. And then yeah. I mentioned that I had had it, right? And I was still covering my mouth, but like, you know, I had done the quarantine and they completely freaked out. It's understandable. People do not have enough information. Like, I'm like, you know, I did the thing and quarantine stuff. Like, so it's been more than like, you know, it's almost been a month, definitely more than three. But they were, they were so affected, but it was really funny because they did not, they were going to all these public places to move things, not wearing masks, not wearing gloves, not they didn't have hand sanitizers. But suddenly I was... Well, first of all, I was actually calling them for not having masks. I'm like, you have masks. They're like, oh, but that doesn't protect me. But I'm like, well, it reminds you not to touch your face. Plus, you might be a carrier and it might protect others. And then, and then it was pretty funny because they, so they refused to go inside the house. And then so we, we found a middle ground because you have to be understanding that mm -hmm. people, especially with, it's so hard to get a consistent information, you know, that, that it's not surprising. Yeah. But it was, it's, it's, and they acknowledge that, yes, it might be rational and, you know, I have hard that I accept that. But I think it's fine to acknowledge that, you know, again, you were saying, Marcela, be more understanding mm -hmm. uh, of people. And so, so they, they left it and, and then they said they might send another crew to move it inside the house. 
uh, or something. And I was like, do you have hazmat suits or something? Like how, what, how, how much, like, what are you going to do? Anyway, it's, 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 it's going to be funny. Oh, sadly, I cannot, I am not, we are not strong enough to move the table. It's like old school eighties, like full wood, like seven feet times six feet, like Oh dang! Are you moving soon? Why? Why are you? No, no, why do you have such a huge this table? Is, this is not. This is not mine. This is. This is. Uh, oh. the, 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 okay. the oh. <laughs> but uh, very impressive table. Um, it is older than myself, uh, but it is. Um, anyway, funny stories. So we were talking about routines, and I've interrupted every conversation about routines. <laughs> well, Andrea, you're still going to lab because you're an essential researcher, apparently. Um, I would argue you're not, and I'd love to hear more about what that means, because my lab, both of my labs, tried to put everybody as essential workers, and the deans were like, uh, no. Yeah, we, That's we surprising that you got turned down. We closed all the, we closed, yeah, our lab stopped, uh, at least until... So, Jilla has, like, I think that there have been things that have been, like, you should come in to check that nothing's, like, destroyed pretty regularly like yeah so someone is supposed to be going into every lab one 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 person per lab once a week yeah to detect to check to make sure everything's like ship shape and you because you know like as of course it would happen this way literally within the week of the whole like don't come in unless you absolutely have to there was like a flood in the building and you know several labs had flooding issues and our labs not mine in particular but my group's labs happened to be affected. And so my boss was like, everybody check your stuff because you know, like a flood will destroy everything so fast, especially if it can just like sit there for days and then it'll get into the labs underneath. And so it could just be such a disaster. And Jill is like a weird mix of like very new and very old building. (laughs) So like there are parts of it that are like waiting to just fall apart. Um, such as this. And, uh, so so yeah so we all have permission to go in i think most people are able to go in pretty regularly if they need to or to check on things somehow yeah he did he was able to put every last person in my lab on the essential list so we're all like so do you interact like i guess my question is in terms what happens when i walk into the building yeah, what happens when you walk into the building? Are there multiple people? Are there multiple of you in the lab slash in the office? So, right. Uh, no. there. I don't see anybody inside a room ever. Um, my lab has, like, we've, we, <laughs> you guys are gonna maybe be um, scandalized. We didn't have, like, any sort of communication channels. We didn't have, like, Slack. We didn't have anything. We had to, like, text each other or email each other. <laughs> So we set up like a Slack channel for the group (laughs) Um, so that we could message each other and say, I wanted to go in and run some experiments. Is anyone planning on being there? Um, And so the deal is we're supposed to tell each other, like, I expect to be in for, you know, whatever. And then you are supposed to, you know, we have like these bottles of like disinfectant and spray everything down when you leave. and so we've been planning that out. I haven't seen anyone in any rooms in the halls. I've seen that like the custodial staff is still coming in every day, I think, because I see a few people every day um, running around doing stuff. And then once in a while, I'll see someone in the halls, like other grad students or other postdocs that I know. Um, and I like wave at them from, you know, halfway across the building. <laughs> and then I move on. Have you, had, have you had to use the elevator with other people? I hope that. No, 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 no. I haven't entered. No. Okay. Those elevators are like a centimeter squared. They're so, so, so <laughs> it would be awful. No, I wouldn't do that. Um, and similarly, I also haven't encountered anyone on the stairs, mm. which would also be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's kind of lucky. I haven't thought about that. That's pretty lucky because my office is in the tower. Um, which is just cramped all around. So if somebody else is going to be going up and down in there, it's, they're going to, and there's only the one way up and down. Yeah. How um, do you feel about that, Andrea? Like being considered an essential worker and like... I don't know. I'm fraught every day <laughs> because on the one hand, I'm like, okay, Andrea, you don't encounter anybody 
if there were other people who wanted to come in, you would stop. And so as it stands, it's like I'm taking a walk because I walk to work. I don't like bus or anything. Um, so I'll just, it's like taking a walk two times a day and then being alone inside a room and then taking, you know, then where I'm home. So that's like the justification. I like don't really hang out in my office at all because then that's just too much invitation to be like, I'll just stay an extra hour. Like, no, I'm like only in lab unless I'm like eating or something and then I'll go outside actually, unless it's snowing to have lunch. So I, yeah, the second that I see people, I'll stop going in. That's been my um, personal justification. Makes sense. So, very very rational as expected yeah that's that's like the best i can do though because yeah no it's pretty I, good because you're like well then it's almost like taking a walk and then going home yeah 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 it's 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 a uh, yeah i think it's hard can um are people in the streets i haven't gone to the streets in a long time <laughs> what uh, streets <laughs> the hard streets of boulder you know streets wearing masks um, yes okay. i've seen a lot of people, people wearing, wearing them okay yeah well, I, I, am... feel like I will say that like it's okay the virus is low-key partially airborne and you can't contract it by breathing <laughs> so if you can breathe through whatever you have on your mouth <laughs> no but the mask is to protect the other people yeah, and so like that's one of the things yeah. though is that like for example for people going outside because we were having this discussion with people in my lab because there's a lot of people that run in my lab, and so they were talking about the fact that, like one of them was like oh my gosh do you run with a mask on and she was like no just because like one it's hard to run with a mask on like it's already hard to breathe you're exercising like I can't I don't like to run so I I would hate myself running with a mask and two she was saying like at that point that it's like, it's a matter of protecting the other people, right? And so if you're like running and it's like, you're gonna be able to breathe through that mask, it's like, eh, it's, how much is it really doing? Unless you're in a situation where you're surrounded by a lot of people and like in theory, people could cough on you or people, you know, like then like, that's like the, I think where it comes into play versus if you're taking a walk, I don't think it's the end of the world if you don't have a mask on. Well, I, well, I, don't, I don't know. I, don't, I think in terms of public policy, it, if everybody does wear a mask, it does help a lot. This yeah because yeah. of I the think, like, for one example, in every five people shops, that, that... Or, like yeah if you're going to the grocery store like i think it would be bad. and a lot of stores i don't know if y'all have noticed but like there's um there's some stores that won't let you in without a face mask yes like they That's like great. they're just flat out not because letting the thing you. is like you might feel fine but like you might you have it don't know yeah. right yeah so that's the thing the mask is to protect to not I mean, I don't know. It does stop the flow, like even just a buff band or a scarf. Mm -hmm. I do understand, yeah, with the running, it's just, that's why I was also not looking forward it. to run. I wouldn't like, be able, yeah, no. If so I the running out, thing, I gotta say, yes, the popular trails are overrun, but there are places that you can go that there's nobody, like a lot of streets you mm -hmm. can run down and you're not gonna there's find no anyone. One. Yeah. So I feel like you, I yeah. see more people, like, based, like, just from your question, I see more people wearing them and being like conscientious of it when they go to like target and when they go to the grocery store and you know like in those situations because you know that even if it's low density and there's not a lot of people there there's you're going to run into more people versus if you're on a trail i mean i've like walked past people on trails people like normally most of them are walking dogs um but other than that i feel like the distance and especially if you go to big trails like you can actually keep that like six foot distance or whatever is necessary or like stagger it to the point that I like, I don't think I've ever felt or like the need to wear a mask out on a walk versus like going to the store. I just wear a mask everywhere because for the longest time, uh, I feel like I gave the coronavirus to Nico. So I, cause I what? feel like I was so sick. Remember when I like, we, we recorded the thing and I was like, oh, yeah. I'm sick. And I was like, oh, it's not in Colorado yet. And then that day, it was like, it is at Wardenburg. And then I was like giving hand sanitizer to everybody. And then after that, I'm like, you know, I don't know if I had it. I don't know. But I think it's appropriate to just assume that you have it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah you, you had any had symptoms. It. Yeah. You feel any sort of way. So that's why I'm just like, I'm going to wear a mask everywhere. I don't know what my situation yeah. is. Uh, this is so weird. Uh, okay, so I have like headaches. I want to say three out of five days a week anyway. 
so I never know like if I'm sick until like I'm really sick because I'm usually like right now I have <laughs> like this is just a constant state of being and what? I know I've been to doctors don't worry but okay, um, okay. and so they're just tired. like as long as you know you're not dying you're fine um but anyway it makes it so that I don't know if I'm sick most of the time until like I'm literally like gross huh I feel you because I have allergies, so I'm always, like, a little sneezy and, like, a little bit messed up, like, know. not necessarily, like, fully, like, I never had a fever, but, like, I was, like, sneezing. Like, yesterday, I went to the grocery store with a mask, and I sneezed in my mask because I had allergies, and then, literally, I was, like, oh, my God, thank God that there's nobody around when I sneeze, because I feel like, I don't know if you guys have seen that meme or that video that, like, somebody sneezes, and they, like, shoot them, and they, like, run them in, like, ice ball. Yes. I would have done that to me. I feel like I went to, I went to the grocery store, and I, like, I had, you know, like, when you get, like, dry throat, and you can't stop coughing? Yeah. Guys, (laughs) the amount of looks I got. I was literally, like, you like, holding and just, like. But you were in a mask, right? Oh, yes, but I was like, okay. just, but just, you know, just the, you hear it and you immediately panic. I feel like you hear, you hear cough, you hear sneeze, you hear anything and you're just like. Yeah, I think, I think it's, uh, I think people, yeah. I, there is rational to it and there is irrationality to it as well. It's a, it's a hard and it's hard to, everybody's, uh, I think that's why going back coming to, to what you were saying, at like the point of like, you should be so productive because you're home. And I'm like, well, but we're on edge like all the time now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you want to be informed and then you read more and then you freak out and then you depress about humanity and then you're like, oh, but humanity is great and there's all these good things. And then you're like, oh my God, the corporations are taking advantage of like essential workers that don't get paid shit. And then you're like, oh, and I'm sad again. And then that's like 9 a.m. And so it's really... <laughs> Literally. And so, and so it's, um, I think, you know, I think it is worth saying like, it's okay to not, like, no, I think we, we said in our center, like, nobody's expected to be even as performative as they were like not even 60 percent. like it's impossible yeah. we can't even have you picked up any hobbies or other activities since this started i have a baby oh, I, yeah well I, all right I, I <laughs> the illustration of the coronavirus chronicle oh yeah that was so great oh my gosh that i was, loved it i didn't see it on your that, instagram where is that's it that's my hobby it's not on my instagram yet because i really want to animate it i think it's my just, task just, just do it just, just do it just put it out just put it out you put the animated version later like learn from my mistakes like something you don't publish no it does not exist no i know nico and i understand now because it's like when it's like when it's my face and like me i'm like i can't do anything about that that's just me like i'm just here it's a picture of me but when it's something that i like drew and like put like art sense into it feels so like oh my god i don't want to publish it until it's perfect you want me you want me to publish it for you (laughs) no you know what i've been doing especially lately when i've had to like write emails that i don't want to write i just like have like cody just press the send button and i know it seems dumb but it's really helped me i'm like click it click it (laughs) so oh my god yeah no hobbies i I started reading a lot and like uh, I feel like I should be reading things that were like important for like my research right and instead I was like I'm gonna start reading all the books and then I had the bright idea which I've been enjoying so much is rereading the um the Harry Potter series and then (laughs) I was like you know what like okay I like I'm okay at art like I'm not great at it and I know that and so I was like but I want to paint and so I started doing paint by numbers and then I downloaded audible so now I get to do both at the same time I listen to the Harry Potter series and I do paint by numbers and it's phenomenal that sounds magical it's amazing and if you do it out on the balcony it's like especially here since it's so nice out I'm like out on the balcony sun's hitting me like doing my thing in Harry Potter and I'm like I'm living my best life like quarantine has never done me better (laughs) <laughs> like some people know how to live better yeah that's, <laughs> oh, that's, that's the dream beautiful. yeah honestly i think my main routine is like checking in with myself like i can't say that i literally like wake up and then at this moment i'm just like all right what meetings do i have today at what moment am i going to be able to do yoga what is the thing that i have to accomplish today and then on my, my to-do list has shrank like, not because I have less things to do, but because now I know that I can't do all the things that I used to be able to do. Hmm. So I just kind of take it day by day. That's been my, like, 
main routine is to just wake up and be like, how am I feeling? What is today like? And sometimes the answer is like, and huh? that's, I'm, do y'all, oh. are y'all still taking classes? Because like, I'm still taking a class. Oh, we're not no, taking I'm not, classes. No, I'm just no. Well, I know oh. you are, Google, but I was wondering if they still were. Yeah, right, right. I forgot that I had graduated so many not years ago. That's how probably... is online classes? How is that going? Like, no, okay, I, like? I, I, I also just wanted to say, like, it's also, I mean, we have to acknowledge also the kind of the privilege of, because I guess being in, in, in research or like in science and, and, and being isolated or quarantined to your house is good because we have an understanding and we, we try to be humans and stuff, but also we're getting paid. You know, oh, yeah. even by performing yeah. a little less because we're right. doing the best yeah. we can, which mm-hmm. is good. And it's important to keep good things going forward. But I think it's not, it's, it's pretty rough out there for people yeah. that have. Oh, fun. yeah. I think we're, we're like, even me complaining about how I feel sometimes feels wrong. Like, yeah. because I definitely feel like one of the lucky individuals who's still getting paid, I still have a paycheck. I can still afford my mortgage and I definitely know so many people who have been laid off who don't have a job or the opposite. They've been switched to hourly. They're like, Oh, I don't know how much you're working. So now I want you to input your hours Mm -hmm. and it makes it so it's worse because nobody works an eight hour day. Truly. Like you take breaks, you go to the bathroom, you do this. And then if you're expected to work hourly, it's this like exponential pressure to be like, Oh wait, like, I need to make sure I'm doing eight hours worth of work if I want to see the same paycheck. So I I totally feel you, Nico. I do have that struggle of being like, all right, I need to like, it's okay to be sad for myself, but also like shit. Like I have it, I'm sad and I have like one of the best situations. Right. Yeah, no, we're definitely in, like a better situation for it, like for sure. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to to, to acknowledge that. Um, and then Marisa, you were going to talk about online classes and I think we should stop our break. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been, I feel like it's gone pretty well. The thing is, <laughs> is that the class that I'm taking is open, was when I enrolled to it, was open to both undergraduates as well as graduate students. <laughs> and let me say, the dichotomy <laughs> between how the grad students are handling it versus the undergrads is probably one of the funniest things I've seen. Mostly because, like, so the way that she's been handling it is that it's like a lecture that's three times a week. And it's usually like a 50 minute lecture. And so when she started doing just like, because obviously like everybody has their own work and like within our department, like most people have their own labs and like other things to be taken care of. So she switched it over so that she's doing recordings that she posts for the Monday, Wednesday lectures. And then on Friday, she'll have like a Zoom meeting where you all can like kind of come in and ask any questions that you had on the previous lectures. And so kind of like go over those topics. So it's been slower for sure. Like we're not on as on the same schedule we were before. Um, but I think it's worked really well. Um, the only difficult thing is like, for example, we can't use that Friday anymore. And it usually just ends up being like overtaken by all, like all the undergrads freaking out about like how to handle the situation versus like, I know the undergrad, the other graduate students that are in the class are just like, I listen to some of the recordings and then I do the homework and it's all okay. And we had like an exam the other day and it's just like, it's been adjusted, but it doesn't, I don't know. I didn't think it was like that big of an adjustment. I think that's like the one thing that I'm like, it's, it's fine, whatever you do. I, I feel like it's really, really difficult, especially since they switched to like the whole pass fail um, grading system. Um, and the other thing that they did to try to help people that are graduating is that they're doing like a pass versus pass plus. And so if you pass with a D, you get a pass. And if you pass with a C and above, you get a pass plus. So I feel like at that point, you're like, it just like, you're doing well like I don't think it really like affects it and everybody's like like I said before everyone's really understanding about how it's being handled and so I think the transition I mean in my I've been fine with it and I feel like the people that I've spoken to have been fine um I know for engineering is a little bit more difficult like my sister's a senior and she's about to graduate from architectural engineering and so doing those collaborative like projects and like doing all those zoom meetings and getting those projects in and like the technology that you were able to use like within campus right because a lot of it is like the school offers you the programs and so unless you're on a school computer you don't have them available to you and so i think in that regard it's been like a little bit difficult for people but like in my in my case where it's like more like reading articles and being able to do a lot of it is feasible to do remotely versus people that have like senior design and like those kind of projects and that's the semester that they're dealing with. Um, so thankfully in my case, it hasn't been um, difficult to adjust. 
but I do know for a fact that it 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 is, um, especially in other departments. But yeah, I've heard I've heard different people because labs they're using like, you know, simulations, <laughs> and it's just not as effective. Or some of them have written instructions for people to do at home, which is an yeah. interesting approach. But yeah, a lot for the senior engineers, like all the projects, they were like, I knew one, they were like building a rocket. You know, it's yeah. like, well, you're not anymore. You know? <laughs> I know one class that's been like difficult has been um, somebody that I know is taking like a chem lab. And so what do you do? You know, you're not in lab, you're not running the experiments. And so- I Some mean, of you could. Having taught Gen Chem Lab, I have thought about this and I'm like, you could totally do like a, an acid-based titration. <laughs> a lot of people have bleach. A lot of people have soap. Like, this is something you could do on your yeah, own. Yeah, and so, like, I mean, in that regard, like, they've adjusted, in which case, like, for example, for whatever experiment you have, you get you get some sort of value out of it, and then you do your post-lab according to it, right? And, like, you answer questions based on the concept that you learn. And so, like, what they've just done is that they've basically given you those values. And so you do the pre-lab in mm. which you don't really have, you haven't done anything. Then you have the values on which you would do your post-lab and do the analysis. And so they've, I feel like, a lot of the that schools have adjusted sense. fairly well. Like it's one of those where I, I, I was surprised at how smooth I think the transition was to online. Like you had like those hiccups in the first week or two maybe, but I think thus far it's been like people have adjusted. That's great. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, um, it's very happy to see you all. Mm -hmm. Keep the connection um, to Latino Labs. And then, yeah, I guess, I mean, I, I'm supposed to go back I mean, I'm super supposed, yeah, it's fire. Yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to stop. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Where are you, Nico? You look like you're in a closet. I am in a closet. He is in a closet. <laughs> okay. I just, it. There's it, like, I, there, there, out there, there's like a baby, a dog. Uh, <laughs> and then also a closet is supposed to be better for recording. I don't know. Um, no, so, I figured that was the case. I just wanted our listeners to know that, <laughs> I mean, that we're getting. And you're like, you have like a beanie on and like a sweater. So it seems like a very cold closet too. Yeah, temperature, like just uh, temperature management is hard. <laughs> My hands are always cold now. Whenever I have to do like analysis, since it's hours Because we're not now. moving. <gasps> Yeah, so we're not moving. And also, like, the thermostat is upstairs. I'm like, this is a closet in the basement. Oh, no. <laughs> so far away. No, no, no. But I'm saying the temperature over there is very Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Like, so then over there, it's the temperature. Over there is the temperature that it's supposed to be. Over here, it is like, I don't know, a million yeah. degrees less. Um, a million. And literally. Um, so crazy. I didn't specify the unit, right? So. No, the opposite of the sun yeah. okay uh right. anyway it was very nice recording we'll put this out as soon as possible um this was a cafe con science with latino labs and this is nico mm -hmm. Marisela. andrea and this is cami <laughs>